0: all right welcome to self-care is the new Healthcare. i'm dr amy beard i am a uh, certified functional medicine practitioner family medicine doctor also er trained and a recovering dietitian i have my own um, functional medicine practice online at amybeardmd.com and i'm joined by my husband paul hello who is uh, you want to give him your credentials
1: i am a uh, engineer from georgia tech i am a organic farmer I'm your personal chef, and (laughs) I run the business for you for amybeardmd.com. You do a very
0: good job of that, I might add, too. Yes. All right, so um, we're going to get to business after after we listen to some of our favorites. uh,
1: Our introduction music from the Hellroys. The Hellroys, all right. I don't take nothing that a doctor don't prescribe. I don't do no drugs, man.
0: So, hope you enjoy that little that little intro. You can tell us what you think about it too. They're a great band. You, you need to listen to the our extra, the end for the uh, the really good stuff on that song. It's pretty good. Anyway, um this is our first episode, our very first podcast episode. And uh, it's kind of more of an introduction of what we want to do, where we're going to go with this.
1: What to expect out of us. What to
0: expect? You know, it's all about you know, Social media is great and all, but you really can't get your points across as well as you could with the podcast. That's one of the reasons we decided to do this. And that we offer some unique perspectives um, that I don't think you might get elsewhere.
1: No, you will not. Before we go too much further, go ahead and do your legal disclaimer.
0: Oh, let me do this so we don't get in trouble. So, this content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide medical advice or to take the place of medical advice or treatment from a personal physician. Meaning, I am not your doctor. All right. All right. So, back. Now, we got that out of the way. So, the goal of this is to really um, provide you with information that impacts your health so that you can overcome chronic health issues if you're experiencing them. And if you're not to stay on track, obviously you've been doing some things right, but we want to make sure you stay on track, and not to be dependent upon the current healthcare system, because if you are, you will never be healthy.
1: And if you are, you're using the current system incorrectly.
0: Yeah, there's there's ways to use it and not use it, um, and we and we're gonna definitely dive into that. Yeah, it's it's a, the system works well in some areas and terribly, terribly awful. In other
1: areas right and we're going to help you
0: navigate that system uh, in a way that benefits you and your health
1: right well explain what what is self-care
0: so self-care is you know self-care is based on what you do all right your health is determined by what you do not what your doctor does and that is a common misconception we think that we have to be going to the doctor all the time for all kinds of checkups to be healthy. And um, you're, you're placing your dependence on the wrong person. You need to be placing it on yourself.
1: And then the doctor is there to fix you. Is, they're not.
0: No, they're not. The doctors are there to guide you, um, to offer advice, to perform surgeries, procedures. Um, they should be educating you on lots of things, but they can't because they weren't educated themselves. Particularly the area of self-care.
1: Yeah, and, and this has changed a lot over the last 60, 70 years. I think that the family doctor was a lot better equipped to help you with self-care, and that really has changed for a number of reasons that we'll get into the podcast right. over, the, over the next coming months.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and many of you already <clears throat> excuse me, many of you already know this, you know, because I hear your complaints all the time about when you go to the doctor that they, you know that it's always just ends you, know, 10 minutes and it ends with the prescription. And, you know, that is not self-care. So self-care is really, it's the, the lifestyle behaviors. Um, it's, it's all things lifestyle and that you have control over. And that is really at the core of a functional medicine approach. Most of you know that I'm a functional medicine practitioner. I'm, a, I'm certified. And so a lot of what of what we do is um, look at your lifestyle, uncover the areas that might be contributing to your issues, and then give you Um, ways to change that for your own good and so we're talking about areas of like diet, um, nutrient status, um, toxin exposures, stress, exercise, quality sleep, sleep sleep is a big one for a lot of you, Um, your spirituality that's a big big one Uh, all of these things impact your health greatly I'd say If you're doing this, you know, it's about 90% of your health issues are directly related to those lifestyle choices, not what prescription your doctor hands you or what test they might run, okay? So, just get away from that way of thinking. And it's been, this has been been evolving for a long time. The healthcare system has just kind of duped us into thinking that we can't be healthy without having to see a doctor all the time. And if anything, I could you could say that it's only made us un, more unhealthy.
1: I mean, we're not here to trash the medical system, but it is completely and utterly failed us the way it's evolved. I mean, it's 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 sick care. It's it is. A pill for an ill. And if you if if you don't if you want to sit on your butt and not do anything, the current healthcare model is great As for
0: you. That's for you. It was made
1: for you. It'll it'll keep you alive. But you will not thrive.
0: No, and that's a that's a big deal. I mean, we can keep you, yeah, we can keep you alive for a long time. But are you going to be enjoying that time when you're alive? Yep. Um, taking your twenty pills a day and still having the same old problems. Um, just,
1: that's what I see anyway. I mean, the the COVID nineteen is probably, and that's it, it. Really, we were already thinking about doing this podcast, but when all this stuff came out, it really empowered us to to move forward because it's not just what the doctors are doing it's what the world health organization is trying to do what the cdc is doing they're not giving you any advice of the tangible things that you need to be doing to protect yourself that really could make a difference i mean give you you sent a really great facebook post this morning go over that a little bit that was um
0: yeah (laughs) what what has become apparent to me throughout during this viral pandemic as um, it has exposed the poor health of our society, um, particularly in the immune health department. Mm-hmm. And I was really um, disappointed but not surprised that the there's there's no um, advice being offered by the so-called public health officials about how to support your immune system. It's basically let's wait till you get the virus and then give you some you know uh, 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 the the Z pack and zinc and all that, and I'm like, well, if you've waited to that point, you've waited a little too long. Um, you need to be working on your immune system well in advance of this. And of course, we didn't know this was coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think some people did, but um, you know, why aren't you telling people to? get outside and and get vitamin D. But we know vitamin D is great for your immune system. Why aren't you telling them to start taking vitamin C? They're using that in the hospital to treat this
1: with good results. So it's supposed to stay inside and do nothing and drink more.
0: And then worry yourself to death. And that's really, that's not going to be good for your immune system. So a lot of um, the immune health issues we face right now could be corrected and overcome with self-care.
1: Right. I mean, if you look at... And The data is still coming in, but right now it appears that 90% of the population, is on, the COVID has almost no effect on them. And then the remaining 10%, 7% get sick, and then 3% get really sick, and of that a subportion dies. That 90%, that's what we should be focused on. What did they do right? Why are those 90% not being affected? Well, those are the ones whose immune system is Seems a to bit be, better.
0: yeah, exactly. But like you said, there's still a lot of things we do not know. I don't know that we will ever know, but I do know it's always a good time to work on your immune health. Let's don't wait till the flu hit. The flu season hits. I don't even think it's over yet. Mm-hmm. You need to be always working on your immune system because there's a lot of other things to work that you need to, you know, it's not just viral illnesses you need to be concerned about. It's all kinds of most of the chronic illnesses we face today are directly related to an imbalanced or dysregulated immune system.
1: Yeah, it's not just diseases, it's it's arthritis, it's just how you feel. Yeah, you
0: get a virus, that's a symptom of an immune system that's not functioning right. Mm-hmm. You get diabetes. That's a that's also another symptom of an immune system that's not working
1: right. Often weight gain is a symptom. Yeah.
0: Obesity, that you've got immune dysregulation going on. There I mean you could go through just anything that ends with itis, you know? <laughs> There's a lot of those. So anyway, that's what I want you to understand is, you know, there's just, they're pumping out all this fear, you know, but never off, never, ever once saying anything about how to support your immune system so that if you do happen to contract it, you don't fall
1: ill to it, or at
0: least you survive.
1: I mean, some of it's so obvious. You think like, why would they not at least address that during the 1918 pandemic? They built a lot of hospitals' beds outside because they knew that the UV rays, the sunshine, helped dissipate the virus. Well, they said, well, we don't know that about the COVID now. But most viruses are affected by UV, so why would you tell people just to stay inside? It doesn't make any sense.
0: And, I mean, just the whole stay inside just, just really irks me.
1: And it's the whole dependent mentality.
0: Yes, we're just so dependent upon these public health officials. Save us yeah i don't need saving i know i know what to do for my immune system mm-hmm. i'm feeling pretty darn good about it right now too yeah so that's why i'm just not you don't see i'm just not panic stricken
1: no because we take care of ourselves
0: yes i've been we've been planning for this lot.
1: <laughs> and you have time so this is starting to subside it looks like it'll probably rear its head again next fall or winter so let's call it emergency prevention you know you have the next six months to get your immune system Typically, in three months, you can make marked difference in your immune system if you'll get on. It. Yes,
0: and it's it's not as hard as you think it is either. Even even minor changes in a lot of people's lifestyle can have huge impacts on the on the quality of their health. All right. Now, well, some of you need a lot more than that. I'm just.
1: <laughs> yeah, some of you are not doing some anything. Of, some of you are,
0: ooh, need a major intervention.
1: All so, right. What's next? Well, we've talked about this. Is you know, we've created a system where they want us to be, not want us, but we end up being dependent on them. We think we're helpless, and we're not. So let's kind of go through, um, you know, why do we need self-care? The system, the current system is not about health. Let's just kind of walk through how the system is designed right now. It's a 10-minute visit. They try to figure out which pill you're deficient in. I joke there, it's not the case. But it just, Amy always likes to point out, you're you're not Lipitor deficient. You're not Viagra deficient.
0: Prozac deficient.
1: Yeah, these are... These are. Let's start with the whole term allopathic medicine, which is what everyone in the West practices, and it is the it is the concept of treating the symptom. As an engineer, that sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Right. I mean, uh, you know, that's 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 figure out how to fix the bridge when it, every time it breaks, but we're not going to understand why it breaks. Well, that's not very smart, and that's what our healthcare system is. It's allopathic medicine is designed to treat the symptom and the best way of treating the symptom is with a pill kind of sounds like they invented a a good business model
0: yeah look at it it's thriving pretty much right so it makes it one sixth of our economy yeah the healthcare system
1: we spend the most and we rank pretty
0: really really bad on the outcomes
1: i mean uh, we've done a good job with the mortality rate here just because of our response but i think that we got hit pretty hard because we're We're pretty sick we're we're, we are sick
0: i mean you can just look at the the obesity rates the um the amount of chronic illness in the country the number the average number of pills Mm -hmm. adults take it's um we we have a crisis right now and and these viral pandemics are exposing that
1: well they tried to divide it into that this this virus goes after different demographics it goes after the elderly well a lot of the elderly are not healthy because they're what we call polypharmacy. Polypharmacies when they're just on so many darn pills that yep. it just you never, you
0: don't know what's going on. And
1: it, it affects the African American community and the uh, Latino community. Why? Stereotype, but a lot of it's true. Is they tend to be more overweight, don't eat as well. You know, some of that social. You know, it, there's a lot of reasons why a lot that's of that the reasons case. For that. So we're not. But it, the point is. It's not because they're African American. It's because they're African American that happens to have poor lifestyle. Right. So it's it. The, these the viciousness of this of this disease is just exposing that we should have been in the driver's seat and not waiting for someone well, to say. Well, it's us.
0: just the the whole healthcare system, like you said, it's not about health. You know, I was I was very disappointed. When I was a dietitian, I was disappointed mm-hmm. and quickly got out of that. I, st- I even gave up my license and my registration because that was when the whole food pyramid was going on and But they taught and, you to and, use margarine and we were and pushing diet Coke. margarine and diet cokes and our diabetics and heart patients and I was just like this is this is not this does not sound right to me. Um, not seeing where the science is really backing this up. And I got out of it. It was
1: almost hundred percent wrong.
0: Yes, and then the pyramid
1: was upside down.
0: Yeah, there were so many things that I that weren't making sense to me. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to go to medical school mm-hmm. and I'm going to learn what I need to learn. And then I quickly found out that this term idiopathic is just a favorite amongst the professors and the ac- and What, what is idiopathic? We don't know what causes it basically.
1: Just basically, yeah. I give up, but we're going to give you a pill. Yeah,
0: and and it was all so much of um, our curriculum was based on how to use pharmaceuticals to treat symptoms, oh, how or how much? to use procedures to treat symptoms. And every time every time I would ask, well, why does this patient have hypothyroidism? Well, it's idiopathic. And it is, I, which is bullshit. Which, and I just, it drove me crazy. Every time I asked why this person had this, well, we don't know, but you know, it was so much of that. In
1: your mind, it always has a reason, right? There's
0: there's a cause for everything.
1: It's never idiopathic.
0: Never there's yes, there's simply a cause for everything. Now a lot of people want to blame it on their genetics. You cannot use that at cop out anymore, folks. That that those days are gone. Your um your DNA is not static. It's constantly interacting with your environment, meaning what you put into your mouth, what you were exposed to, your stress levels, exercise, and those inputs can either be good or bad for your DNA. And your DNA will exp- will express itself in a positive way or a negative way. It depends on what you do. So genetics really plays about a 5 to 7% part of illnesses that you may develop in your lifetime. But
1: really that 5 to 7% is if you add on top of it the lifestyle choices that really make it bloom. Right, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, good- a
0: lot of genetic... Um, issues that people are born with right i like but it's that. very it's not nearly as 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 rampant as people make it sound
1: right so high cholesterol runs in your family or at least in you and your father you have high cholesterol but you you're you, you've got a clean of health for your heart but your dad had open bypass surgery because he was a shift worker right so the shift work which is if you don't know what shift work is it's you work at nights, then you work days, then you work night. You basically right. your sleep's got to he was work.
0: always sleep deprived. thirty right. years.
1: So thirty years of sleep deprivation, and added on top of his genetics, caused him to have open heart surgery. It was not that if he had, I, we cannot prove it, but there's I would bet all my money that had he not done shift work,
0: he'd be a lot better off.
1: Yeah, because he's a extremely healthy man. Yeah. Now especially now he's in his seventies. He's he's better health now than he was then.
0: No, he's I mean he's. He's still doing good yeah that's what I'll say if he would make some lifestyle changes like his daughter recommends he'd be doing a lot better
1: family never listens but he's very very stubborn we're hoping that you guys will listen more than, <laughs> than my
0: dad than our families he listens a little bit but he has a problem with his diet but there's there's some reasons for that so well,
1: um, well how much so what were you taught in medical school you were taught a lot about pharmaceuticals a
0: lot of ph- I mean they wore those out how, we, how
1: much about diet?
0: Um, I think we had about two hours total on
1: nutrition. What about sleep?
0: Um, you needed it. To- um, toxin exposures? What? Lead? I think we. I think the really the, the main the main toxin that we talked about was lead. That um, it was in lead paint and in some water, uh, municipal water, and um, if kids, you know, started exerting these types of symptoms early on, you need to check their their lead levels.
1: What about? But that was it. How to deal with stress?
0: discussed stress was never ever
1: discussed folks we'll be getting into stress into his other podcasts but it is amazing what it does to your health i mean it wrecks it it's a it's a silent killer
0: and it, it, and it's and we've written especially now wow the stress levels are really really high right now because people won't turn off their tvs and it's um
1: we're, we're stuck inside drinking more eating fast food because liquor stores are essential. Yep. And you can get, you can get takeout from restaurants that are not serving healthy food. I love restaurants. I'm not bad. I'm glad they're open, but they're serving unhealthy food. You're drinking more. You're all amped up from watching TV. Uh, you know, watching these do, I mean, most of the networks are absolutely insane. It is just it's nothing
0: about. It's just oh, fear the, porn it, constantly, 24 seven. Fear
1: porn is a great, I mean, it should be criminal what they're doing. They're, they're, my mom's living with us right now. And She's 90. And she goes, it does. It seems so desperate out there, Paul. I said, Mom. We had to turn it. She would turn it on and we turn it off. Yeah, it's like, Mom, I promise you, they're lying. This is how they get ratings. To keep you glued yeah, to it.
0: To cl- and to get clicks on social media. you yeah. got to make those outlandish you know, headlines so you'll click on it.
1: So the, the current system is completely broken. It, they're not helping you with the areas that you can do the most to. Control your health. Right, Astoma still a lifeline because there's okay. a lot of great doctors out there.
0: Sure are. I know, and some of them are my friends. Yeah, a lot of them, almost all of them that I know personally are good people, and they want their patients to be healthy. They're compassionate individuals, great people, but they weren't provided the tools that they need to help you. That's not what medical school was about. It's all about pills and procedures and it took me to you know uh, acquire my functional medicine certification to really get those tools to to help my patients and i've done it both ways folks i've practiced in that the 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 um, conventional medicine world and i've done it the functional medicine approach it's like apples and oranges mm-hmm. i get far far better results by going after the root causes than just throwing pills at your symptoms and it's like night and day
1: and you that's know, why i do what i do where we have successes, where people are compliant they want to try again if you're lazy and you don't want to try allopathic western medicine is for you it's great and
0: i don't want to say lazy if you're
1: just no not, it if, is if it, you're it, not
0: interested in making the the lifestyle you know choices and uh, changes
1: i'm sorry i mean some people make it a joke like they almost a a, a, a badge of honor i don't get no sleep and I'm going to, I eat whatever I want. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still alive. Yeah. Well, big
0: deal. I mean, don't we want to thrive? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that the bar for you? Is just to walk around alive?
1: I mean, your, your brother, that's
0: not my bar.
1: Your brother's friends are all in their late thirties. Maybe they're 40 years they're, old. They're,
0: they're in their forties now.
1: Okay. They all think I'm younger than they are. They think
0: you're like Superman.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm 55 and they think I'm younger when they first meet me. It's like, I'm normal. You're abnormal.
0: Exactly, and that's a that. And I'm glad you brought that up because we are, you know, chronic allergies. Um, all everybody has thyroid problems, arthritis, all these back issues, IBS, depression. This is not normal. It might be common, but it's not normal. So don't accept that.
1: It yeah, you need to be. The, We'll have, we'll have our we'll have my mom on another episode. She's ninety and she can do a forward bend and put her hands flat on the ground. She's amazing.
0: And she looks like she's she could be less than seventy. She looks like she could be in her sixties.
1: Yeah. And that's you know, she all she does is take care of herself. But, but she, not religiously, she, she just She walks the walk. Yeah. It's she, just normal she, life. She
0: was practicing functional medicine principles before functional medicine ever existed.
1: Yeah, they didn't have a name for it. It was called eating, you know, eating off the farm. and, and
0: <laughs> Exactly. So
1: what works well in the current system? Because I, we just say that most doctors have a good heart. They're trying hard. But the system has kind of been developed to funnel them into this allopathic model. Yeah. They funnel them by, I'm only going to give you 10, 15 minutes to see a patient. That's been dictated by the insurance company on reimbursement rates. It's dictated by standard of care because your butt will get sued if you deviate from standard of yep. care. So standard of care says... If they have this symptom, you give them this, this pill. Right. And if you don't, you and you de- order these labs. And if you don't, you've deviated from standard of care, and you can be sued. We actually had someone threaten to sue us. Like you didn't offer a stand you you deviated from standard of care. I said, Yes, it's functional medicine.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's why you came to see me. Yeah. Because I wasn't using standard of care. It was
1: mind blowing. They, yeah. they backed away. Nothing happened. But still, assist so there are things that work well in the current system um acute care
0: yes the er i think is still you know god bless the er doctors i've been there that is some hard work
1: mm-hmm. it's extreme, especially now it's
0: extremely stressful well now your er's aren't even well even have that much going a handful
1: on. Well, yeah, the handful do right? um
0: but that, that is a i think the er docs and and the way they triage patients fantastic if you're having a stroke or a heart attack we can get you the care you need pretty darn quick.
1: ICU is excellent.
0: Yeah, the ICU, the ICU doctors, man, those are some really smart guys, um, and gals. And gals, yes. And they can, if you're, if you are acutely ill and you are septic or have have had a massive stroke or, you know, any other type of major condition requiring an intensive care unit. You're going to be taken care of really well. Your chances of surviving here in the U.S. are really, really good.
1: Except for once you survive, they throw you back into the old system. Unless right? you've
0: been in the system a long time and you're, you know, they've got they've worn you down.
1: But then you know, even once you survive your heart attack, you're still going back to
0: the know, same old thing. You know,
1: Lipitor instead of worrying about your diet. You know, you're you're not exercise you're not oh, they're eating. gonna
0: they're gonna mention diet and exercise but they're not really going to give you the specifics that you need it's like oh clean up your diet yes yeah, start an exercise program and uh, I've worked on cardiac I've, I've been a medical director for a cardiac rehab facility I know what they do in there and it, it and it's good I'm uh-huh. glad that they're in there working out and getting some dietary advice although I still think the advice they're getting is kind of archaic
1: part of it yeah or,
0: uh, some you know most of it but There are some good things about it. But there's still, you know, prescribing people statins and blood pressure pills and and not treating the underlying cause for your cardiovascular disease. Why did you develop plaques in the first place?
1: So you're not a real big fan of the stent after stent after stent?
0: No, because the studies show that it really doesn't improve mortality rates. It can improve the quality of your life.
1: It improves the quality. In
0: some some cases. It
1: improves the number of... of, um, Lipitor prescription oh
0: yeah they think Lipitor cures everything
1: now and and our surgeons are the best in the world excellent training yeah I would say most of that is exactly what we need unfortunately a lot of surgeries are unnecessary yep we'll talk another episode about my hip I hope to have some really positive but unequivocally you said no matter what we need to give you a new hip now but we'll talk about that another time.
0: You know, if you, if you do if you do need a quadruple bypass, by God, I'm glad we have some cardiovascular surgeons. And I know one in particular that I prefer over all of them. Um, but, you know, again, there's a lot of surgeries that are taking place that don't necessarily need to be taking place, especially when it comes to hysterectomies and gallbladder removal. Those, oh, the gallbladder's crazy. They just love ripping out some organs, saying you don't need them. Uh, yeah, you do. Yep. You do need them. Um, and the studies are starting to show that. But uh, we'll those, just put you on those a non-fat, surgeries are still occurring. We'll
1: just put you on a non-fat diet, even though we now prove that fat's important we'll, for health.
0: Or we'll just remove your stomach, you know, or parts of your stomach and you'll lose all that weight, you know, because you had a misshapen stomach. That was the cause. So if we uh, change things around there, that, that's just, that's for those stomach surgeries. Don't get me going on those.
1: All right, so we know some parts of the existing medical care system are great. In our next episode, we're actually gonna help you, give you our advice on how to navigate. But let's let's blow apart the parts that are not working well. We've already said that primary care is not working well.
0: There's a lot. I mean, if primary care would start hiring functional medicine physicians, it would be
1: so great. But they'll go bankrupt. We tried it. We tried the insurance they, model. With fun- go,
0: yeah, you can't use an insurance model with a functional medicine approach. There are some places who are doing it, I know. Um, but they're having to supplement their practice with all kinds of other things mm-hmm. to keep the doors open. Right. It's the, not this big money making thing that a lot of people think it is. Well,
1: it's the amount of time you have to spend. That's why the insurance model does not work is that you have to spend, if you're not seeing five to six patients per hour per doctor and have multiple doctors.
0: Well, the five or six is a little high for primary care doctors is about four or five patients. So an hour. if
1: you're not seeing four or five, the specialists seem to just like see 10
0: patients an hour i, I don't know what the, well,
1: we had that one oncologist she was the, the, her husband was bragging oh, she that she was
0: bragging because she was seeing 60 patients a day
1: that's some quality care that's there. some
0: high quality care going on right there yep yeah so yeah the um the management of chronic disease is it's not horrible. is horrible we, it, basically all we're doing is we're managing symptoms with pills and procedures i think we keep restating that time and time again well that,
1: that's, let's go back to primary care because what is primary care It's the once-a-year wellness visit. It
0: used to be that that was what people had access to only back in the day was your family doctor, who was also happened to be a surgeon and other things. That's what mine was. He actually did surgeries. Well, they knew your family. He delivered me. He did surgeries, and he was my primary care doctor. Right.
1: So he knew your entire life history. He knew your...
0: um, My mom, my dad. So he knew your genetics. Right.
1: He knew your lifestyle. Kind of knew your diet. knew a lot about you. So of course, they, that person was a lot more effective in treating you. I
0: don't know that though, because um, if you want to look back at my history and what all happened to me, then perhaps, you know.
1: It's still the allopathic model. It's still
0: the allopathic model. Okay, it, we're in the, we got some storms brewing. I don't know if you could hear that or not.
1: That's thunder.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: I like it. So we the, the chronic disease is not working well. It's-, it's The really, wellness visits are a joke because what are the, those that lab panel that they make you get once a year
0: Oh yeah the, the 18 labs that your doctor might order where he checks you know a CBC CMP maybe a TSH your cholesterol What does that give you You know that that gives you I mean it gives you some it gives you some valuable data I'm not going to lie it does I order those tests frequently but it is not that is not the tot- totality of your health there's so many other things to consider mm-hmm. and even when they get those lab values back they're not, functional medicine doctors approach them very differently. Those numbers mean a lot different things to us. Or they start, you know, sending up red flags where they might not do that with, you know, a, a conventional medicine doctor. You
1: always tell me it means basically that you're not going to die next I'm week. not going to
0: die today or maybe next week. But that's about all I can, you know, draw from that. Yeah, I'm glad they get an, an EKG on you and ask you some questions and listen to your heart and your lungs. But, um, man, it's a lot more complicated than that.
1: So it's it's so it's the kind of the illusion. What's well, illusion of health. health? And
0: they're also, I think, sometimes they're just trying to pick up on abnormal, abnormal lab values, so they can throw a pill at
1: you. Well, I, I think that, and this is a, I'll blame. Oh, your
0: cholesterol is high. Let's. I will go. blame
1: you all for that because I think a lot of people think if you don't get a prescription, at then the end you've of the, not
0: been serviced well. Right. You'd people be, get mad when you don't give them a prescription. I've been in the ER; they get so angry. When you don't want to give them anything,
1: well, because you're being inundated night and day.
0: And I'm like, I'm trying to be a good doctor. Well, I'm not giving you these.
1: A third of the uh, the third of the ads on TV are, are pharmaceutical. Right. So it's not surprising that these these news agencies never report on this because they will do absolutely nothing to possibly upset piss, uh, upset because that is a, so much of their income. So not only that's that, why
0: you see so many of the commercials on TV is because of the advertising dollars.
1: Yeah, that's well. That's
0: big money and they're not they're not going to give that up.
1: Well, and that's why the media right now is actually running cover for the pharmaceutical industry cuz they
0: they own everything. They own pharmaceutical company runs the
1: world. Yeah, all all they have to do is pick up like, "Hey ABC, I don't like what you're saying. I'm going to pull some of my ads the, unless you back off on, you know, the the uh, the hydro what's the, the yeah, they should,
0: the HCQ drug.
1: Yeah. The, I'm not saying if it's good or bad they're squashing the discussion, and that reeks of censorship. That's Mm -hmm. awful, and that's coming directly from the pharmaceutical industry because it's an off-patent drug, and off-patent drugs don't make them money.
0: And I'm not anti-medicine. There have been times when I was working in the ER that I was very glad I had access to the medicines I did because they helped save people's life. Mm -hmm. Those are acute issues. I'm talking about chronic issues.
1: Well, and it's also just the the maddening approach of the pharmaceutical industry. Like a big trend right now is because so, so many good drugs are coming off patent, so they don't make them money. So what the pharmaceutical industry is doing right now, and they've been doing it for years, combining two off patent drugs into a new drug and will give it a new name. When they could actually go buy these two new dr- drugs for pennies, Right. But combined, no, that's a $300 prescription because it's brand new and right. it, it's like, this it's is... the same thing. It's crap. I'm sorry. these, the fact that they are so, man, that, that's get some good lightning strikes. I hope this will make a good <laughs> podcast. Um, oh, so,
0: and also, um, I'm, I'm looking at our notes here. You are not your diagnosis. Um, everybody wants to, Oh, I'm a hypothyroid patient or I'm a fibromyalgia. They're or, proud of it. Yeah,
1: it, you become your you become your diagnosis.
0: And um, you know, a diagnosis is great. I'm glad they gave, you know, finally picked out a fancy name for your symptoms. Um, but that is for them, that's where it stops, right? Hmm. Okay, We diagnosed you. We gave you this name. Now, this is gonna dictate which specialist you see which medications we use and which labs we're going to follow up on. That's the conventional medicine, right? For functional medicine doctors, it's like, that's the beginning. All right, we got, I got your diagnosis. Now let's see what's causing it.
1: Let, let's delve more into that. You just mentioned about the, the diagnosis sets things in motion. One thing it sets in motion, like you said, is the specialist go into the whole, um, silo medicine, as you like to call it, where they divide the body into all these individuals. Yeah, individual that was a bad,
0: bad move. Uh,
1: cardiologists.
0: Dividing the body up into organs and then organ specialists. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, whatever's going on in your body doesn't just affect one organ and that's it. It's mm-hmm. impacting your entire body. Yeah. What we need are immunologists. Right. People who know how the immune system works. Because that's what it all comes down to, and any specialist can be a can use a functional medicine approach. Right, it's not a specialty; it's just an approach to uncovering and addressing the root causes of your health
1: issues. Well, and and silo medicine creates turf wars, and I've seen it. Oh, I've seen
0: it play out in the ER. Nobody wanted to. Nobody wanted to take the patient. Because if you had a, a heart, and this was common, if you had a heart problem and a kidney problem and a lung problem, it was like, who's going to take the patient? This specialist, I'm not I'm not taking them. That the other specialist needs to take them, and you'd call them, I'm not taking them. Doctor so and so needs to take that patient, and it's like somebody has got to take this
1: patient. Well, and, and silo medicine also dictates, you know, they have their parameters that they're measuring it, and so they ignore other parameters. In order to make their parameters look really good. I'll use that one example where you had to actually apologize to a cardiologist because you dared break, broach the subject. They were giving him so much lipitor or or some type of yeah, cholesterol. So statin. Yeah. That it lowered his his testosterone level to the point he Yeah, it was
0: I was almost non existent testosterone. He levels. felt
1: like crap. He goes, Doctor, I just I feel horrible. She's like, Well, no doubt, because you're you don't have any testosterone. He happened to mention, and she didn't. She didn't say. Did she didn't change the course of action? She didn't do anything. Just plain is like, yeah, your testosterone's low. He happened to mention it to the cardiologist, who went. Eight well, it was
0: because I said the statin could be contributing to that.
1: The statin was causing it.
0: You know, you can't say for a matter. I I don't know if that was causing it or not because I don't know what his testosterone. High probability. probability. High probability, and I said it could be contributing to your to your low testosterone levels. All
1: that cardiologist cared about was his it's, parameters. Yeah, he and, wanted to
0: keep those, those LDL numbers down and they were so low anyway.
1: Um, and so this is a quality of life issue. The endocrinologists are probably the worst because all they deal with are parameters. They, all they deal with are ranges. And we've, we've, we've spoken to endocrinologists who, at, 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 at doctor's meetings where they say, diet does not impact your thyroid. At all zero.
0: I thought I was going to choke.
1: Yeah, so this is why silo medicine, allopathic medicine, all the things that, that our Western medicine has de-evolved to, has is so bad.
0: Because I want, I do want you, I do want to get the point across that if you have an issue that is impacting your the vessels of your heart, okay, whatever the underlying cause is, I guarantee you is impacting other organs in your body. Yep. Okay. It's just maybe you don't see it that way mm-hmm. or your doctor doesn't see it that way. But I find that almost everybody's symptoms, because there's usually more than one people come to us with, are all related somehow. Okay. And um, usually by, you know, they usually have similar root causes. It's just we all express our root causes differently based yep. on our genetic makeup. And um, so that that's the danger with silo medicine is dividing us up into organs in independent systems because we're, they're not independent they're completely dependent upon each other
1: what's the thing that you always say causes have different symptoms and symptoms to have different causes yes give this, gotta, i think so
0: yeah so it, this is this is the case all the time you can have two people with diabetes okay and okay so they have the same disease they've been given the same name all mm-hmm. right their blood sugars are high their hemoglobin a1c's are high but they could have completely different causes. This person's diabetes might be caused by a toxin exposure, Mm -hmm. okay? That's impacting their pancreatic cells. Uh, This person's diabetes might be caused by excessive stress Mm -hmm. or sleep deprivation or a really bad diet or food intolerances. And then you can have people who are eating the same diet, like a husband and wife, eating the same things, okay? Let's just say it's a horrible diet. You develop depression, and then I develop, you know, um, eczema. Mm-hmm. But it has the same root cause.
1: Or if we're both exposed to the same toxin, we might have two different... Yeah, I might
0: have um, infertility, and you may...
1: Thank
0: goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and you may develop, you know, heart disease. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, ha- you have to... This is, this is what I really want people to understand, Right. Just because you have diabetes doesn't mean that everybody else with diabetes is like you. You're or That you're like with everybody else with diabetes. But
1: medicine thinks you're all you're like the, the same.
0: Yes, everybody, all medicine treats you the same. You all get the same pharmaceutical options. And the same diets thrown at you, the same everything. So And you're very different. Every single one of you is unique.
1: So this goes back to why we said, you know, the doctors and nurses out there all want you to, they want, they want what's best for you but they're being forced. Being,
0: they're being guided badly and being provided a lot of bad information.
1: Yep, and, if, from you, and their, if, you, if you think the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical industries have your best interest at heart... I got a bridge to sell you. Yeah, you're a fool. Yeah. I mean, just go back to the opioid crisis where they knowingly got us all hooked. And then once we were all constipated, they sold us a drug to make us unconstipated. And, and then they sold us... They had this, the same people who did that, had the rehab centers to get us off of us and gave us other drugs to get us out of opiates. You can't make this stuff up.
0: I know, and the whole time, the there were doctors like me for the last 10 years who are going, whoa, with the opioids, stop it. You know, stop with these pain scales and, and these patient satisfaction surveys in the ER where you have to ask, did your doctor
1: address your, address
0: your pain? And if you get a, you know, and if you if you're if you fill that out and you got a bad mark on it, the the hospital CEOs did not like that. And so what did that do? We started addressing the pain because we wanted those good patient satisfaction scores, and that just means more
1: opioids. Well, and also it affected the, if you didn't get those good scores, they dinged you on pay.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's, I mean, and
1: that's 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 hard pill to swallow. No, no pun intended. That. You're you're trying to make a living,
0: and you're trying to do the best thing because for your patients, because you took an oath of first do no harm, but that's not the real the reality that's so, occurring.
1: We'll get into another episode about how insidious the pharmaceutical injury. We're going to go from conception, and you know, the turn of the 1900s to now, and you'll be like these people not the all of them there's some great people in there but th- there are some evil evil people in there pushing some bad agendas to make money and they don't care about you now yeah. there are some life-saving drugs also and those yep. are the good people so you gotta this is all well, about how can, to navigate they, the healthcare system they
0: can't you know pump out everything bad they gotta yeah. have some good ones in there too or you're not gonna you know trust them
1: right and another so when the when the we're getting near the end now the rules and regulations are really and this goes back to the standard of care, where it forces the doctor to go down a certain path. But there's so many rules and regulations that prevent doctors from practicing medicine the way they should. It's
0: it's it's a turf war. It's it's all about power and control. Mm-hmm. That's all. Everything comes down to that, right? That's why I always tell my um, the followers on social media, follow the money. Yep. that's where you'll find the answer. But it's always follow the money.
1: But if you if you distill everything we just said the parts that you should be responsible for, the things that you actually control, if you do that, the remaining portions of the healthcare system are excellent. You know, if you're in a car wreck, you're yeah. in good shape. Yeah, yes. Um, it, there are things that just go wrong with the body.
0: No matter what you do. I mean, yeah. we and we have these patients who are doing everything right.
1: But they are rare. But uh, those
0: are rare. Those everyone are wants very, to very think rare. they're that
1: person, but really it's one or two out of a hundred are those. Yeah. And the current stats would make you think that it's 95 out of 100 and it's not you control your own and so and and,
0: su- and, and qu- a quick thing too is um supplements are not magic and and i know a lot of functional medicine doctors um, recommend them i do because i always recommend them when i think they're needed mm-hmm. of course i always want you to get whatever you can from your diet but supplementation i'm sorry is necessary for a lot of people um, because of our food supply, which we'll get into at another time. But uh, it's not magic, and um, supplementation is not functional medicine. So a lot of people are like, yeah, I, I used this functional medicine doctor. I'm taking these supplements. and the, But they're not doing the lifestyle stuff. Or you we- can never supplement yourself to health. You've got to do the lifestyle stuff.
1: Yeah, and same thing with thyroid and hormones. A bioidentical hormone replacement or a bioidentical thyroid replacement, instead of using Synthroid, is It's better. It's better, but it's not functional medicine. It's not addressing why you're- You're just using
0: a more natural approach versus the pharmaceutical, to the pharmaceutical. Yeah. That's all you're doing. You're switching out the pharmaceutical for something natural. And stop it. And that's where where a lot of people just, that's what they want. Because we've gotten used to this whole pill for a nail mentality Mm -hmm. and they want to make that, you know, they just want to supplant that with the supplements.
1: Well, and they've also gotten used to feeling bad. And we started, we've mentioned that earlier, but I want to stress that again. Most of you do not even know what it feels like to feel good. And I'm not talking about being happy about, you know, a birthday or that. I'm just talking about day in well, day, yeah. aches and pains, just overall mood. Where
0: you wake up, you feel good, you're you rested. feel alert, you have a productive day, you've got lots of energy, your mood is good, you can easily handle the stress that occurs with just, you know, walking on this planet mm-hmm. and being a human being, and you're not overwhelmed by that, and you thrive. To me, that is health. Yeah. That is what we should be striving for, not just avoiding death. Avoiding death. Yeah. You know, we
1: want you to thrive, and when you thrive, and it's possible. It's 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 easy.
0: very very possible.
1: You just got to try a little bit, folks. And we're going to help you. And it's not expensive. A lot. A, a big pers- uh, One of the main purposes we want to do this is that, even though our functional medicine clinic is much less expensive than we just we've designed a very efficient model. Even then, there's people who cannot afford it. That's what this podcast is for. We're going to tell you a lot of things, lifestyle things, that if you'll do them,
0: you're, you won't need a functional medicine doctor. Yeah. Or if you do, much of the work is, has already been done so that you don't have to, you, you know, pay that much.
1: I mean, more to, I can't tell you how many people come services. in. On services. They want to come in. They're, they're eating horribly. They're not getting any sleep drinking six Diet Cokes a day, they're doing everything wrong, and then they come in, they want to meet with Amy right away, and they want as many lab tests.
0: And they want they want their hormones
1: checked. Because yeah,
0: so. they are convinced that their hormones are off balance, and I'm like, yeah, they probably are, just by taking a cursory look at your history here.
1: And then they get mad, He's like, well, I just spent $3,000 on labs, and you're telling me to quit drinking Diet Cokes. Yeah, that's the very first thing. you it's, it's making your gut unhealthy, and that's one of the first things we have to work on.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's um, and that's it's, it's managing expectations because yeah. we have to tell people that like you you've got I really don't even want to work with you if you're not willing to do there's that. There's so many you're things just wait, you're just wasting my time and yours.
1: Well, it's also making your job so much harder. There's so many things wrong with that that type patient that you can't see the forest through the trees. I mean, there's so many things going yeah. on. But once you we call it clearing the smoke. If you'll do the lifestyle things, the diet, the sleep, and give the, it
0: time, it doesn't it, happen in a
1: week. But if you'll do that, then do your lab testing, and then work with a functional medicine doctor,
0: you'll get much better results. The
1: remaining ones are very clear and abundant. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, we've done yeah. all these, and you'll things.
0: save yourself a lot of time and money,
1: and maybe not even have to come in. And that's yeah. the goal.
0: Working with our health coaches helps, I would say, 75% of our patients. Yeah, for you, just just stop just working there.
1: Yeah, and and you can do it on your own, but even if you can do it on your own a lot of people just choose to work with a health coach because it makes it faster and easier and fun. These people. Well, are... and
0: they're also, if you're like me, you need some accountability. Mm-hmm. You and I are good partners for accountability. Um, and a lot of you need that. And I completely understand that. Yeah. And don't be ashamed because you do. We're human it's... beings. And that's where I think health coaches really, not only are they, you know, my health coaches have been mentored by me and trained by me and they're excellent functional medicine health coaches, but they're, they they um they've got a passion, a drive and they love what they do mm-hmm. and um they are great at holding you accountable and being objective at what you might be doing wrong.
1: Yeah, and breaking down what you need to do in digestible pieces. Pieces and where and you keeping can, you on track. This is what's next. Cuz everyone wants to skip around. Well, I want to do this. No. You got a lot of this a lot of functional medicine is sequence driven you, you, you got to heal the gut before you start working on something this and there's lots and there's
0: lots of things that impact that so yeah. and they take all that in, into consideration so you know um again I think we're <laughs> we
1: keep on our, our microphones are going down so now I know I feel, I feel these like these are little I feel like I feel like Will Ferrell and Tom they Dagan- <laughs> hello I don't do, 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 with, do with my hands so um do you, are we about finished you think
0: I think we are um Again, I want to leave on a positive note, and thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, we, and please feel free to reach out to us either on social media. Um, you can email us um, and give us your thoughts about you know what you want us to talk about, what you want us to address. Um, we want to hear from you. You can yep. always follow us on social media I'm on Facebook.
1: Give those this Amy Beard MD. Amy
0: Beard MD on Facebook, Instagram is the same thing. The little underscore, I think, and then but Amy, you can find me.
1: And then amybeardmd.com is the webpage.
0: I stay off Twitter, because it's just too darn toxic.
1: And self-care is the, is the new healthcare is our, our podcast.
0: Yes, it's our podcast. And I think um, uh, episode number two, we're gonna delve more into... Navigating. Navigating the current healthcare system using a functional medicine approach. So that, um, because there's a lot of uh, frustration out there for some of you who are functional medicine-minded, And navigating the system and finding a doctor that is on your side and willing to work with functional medicine, health coaches, and things like that. Um, And we also just want you to utilize the current healthcare system appropriately so that you save yourself time and money and in a way that is good for your health ultimately. So uh, I hope you found this to be enjoyable. Again, you are responsible for your health, not your
1: doctor. That's why we live by this mantra love many trust few, and paddle your own canoe.
0: Absolutely. It, it, it,
1: you have to take control. Yeah. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. I don't take nothing that a doctor don't prescribe. I don't do no drugs, man. I don't do no drugs, man. I don't smoke no blood,
0: man. I don't do no drugs, man. It angers up that blood, man. So I don't do no drugs. I just take Paxels and